is 8.14 p.m. on the 11th of March, 2021. I've been seriously slacking off on my posting for the days. Definitely slacking off a lot. But I just don't feel like it. <laughs> I feel like I need to get in the zone when I have to edit all the audios and post them up one by one. I was doing so well on Friday, though. I'd made three posts to post up, even though I was a little bit not really on time. Yeah, I did so well. And then come Saturday, I was like, forget it. And now it's already Thursday. So I am totally backed, dated. That would be the word, backdated on my postings. But at least I'm, I'm recording every day. And, and at least I've got that going on, despite the, the craziness of this liver flush. Okay, so I gotta get used to just having to close the windows no matter where I am, but at least we're quiet now, right? So as I was saying before, disrupted by the noise, and you know what? I should just get used to just having the windows closed because then I, I can barely hear anything except for my partner next door playing the piano. I really hope that he took his last, well, last shot of the evening's um, Epsom salt and water. Anyway, it's not that the liver cleanse is crazy. It's more that I'm doing this now with my partner and that's not easy because this is his first time and he has his own narrative, I guess would be the word. He has his own narrative on what's happening in his body and we talked about it this morning he was very much talking about how weak he felt. He felt so weak. And actually, every single day since we started, on Saturday even, he was feeling weak. This is not an abnormal thing. He always feels weak, weak in his legs, but he feels even only within a day of starting, which was Saturday, he was already talking about how weak he felt. This narrative, it's the usual narrative. And I mentioned that, you know, it could be the coffee because he drinks coffee every day and there's sugar in his coffee. It could be the mixture of both. It could be withdrawals. It could be that because I make it a point that I am definitely not fasting over these six days. I have been eating and drinking every two to three hours. There has been a lot of juices, a lot of juices smoothies, meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner with snacks in between. But there's the narrative of, well, I need sustenance. It's like, well, what is sustenance when there is food and everything is in the food? Everything that we're eating is definitely not boring. We've got broccoli, Brussels sprouts. We have salad with celery and parsley, tomato, cucumber we've got onions and garlic which usually is not part of the cleanse but you know i have to put it in because it needs to at least taste good because there is no salt and oil and there's no rice but there's millet lentils and chickpeas and pumpkin you get where i'm saying i mean there's a lot of things in this in this so-called diet of ours that is yummy mushrooms and then our juices are obviously one a liter of apple juice every day for each of us 
And then our smoothie is the heavy metal detox smoothie, which has bananas, blueberries, cilantro, orange. I mean, we're pretty set. We're pretty set that we're not starving ourselves to death. But every once in a while, he'll talk about he needs sustenance and feel like, you know, he hasn't eaten. Oh, I, when, when did I eat last? Oh, wait, I did have something for breakfast. Yes, you did. You did have something for breakfast. Anyway, so it hasn't been easy over the six days. A lot of the time, I'm just getting him to just tell me how he feels. A lot of this is repressed or suppressed emotions that are rising up. To me, I feel like that's amazing because it's good that it's coming up. It's good that it's all the stuff that has been suppressing it. So I'm, I'm just going to assume the coffee and the sugar and the salt are things that have been suppressing him. The oils suppressing his emotions. So if it's surfacing up, then I say, yeah, that's a really good thing. And over the few days. He's had headaches and feeling a little bit woozy, feeling a lot better now. And, and he feels, I think today when I mentioned about the narrative that's always about being weak, I think that's a narrative and a word that needs to be changed. Yes, he was saying this morning, well today especially because we're going through the full cleanse, one o'clock is when we stop eating completely, six o'clock is when we have the Epsom salt, eight o'clock is when we have the second shot of Epsom salt, and at ten o'clock we have the oil with the grapefruit juice. He said, well then today I need, I have to be more weaker than, than usual, and I'm like, you have to be? You gotta be more weaker than usual? Who even uses a word like that? Let's change the word. Let's change the word to you just have to be more reflective, a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more calm, not as active. Maybe you're not supposed to run a marathon today. Yeah, it was really, it's been really challenging just every single day to make sure that there's food. A lot of that is just being with him, taking a nap in between, making meals, eating with him, and then resting in between. So I have not, I have not had the chance to just sit and edit any of my audios. Not even not have the chance. I'm sure in between I've had the chance, I just haven't had the will, because I feel like this already is a lot for me. To put all my energy into deciding what to eat, sometimes I have to look through YouTube just to find some good recipes that I know are going to be tasty despite the fact that we don't have any salt or oils in, in what we're eating. I really wanted to eliminate the sauce, S-O-S meaning salt, oil, and sugar. So we're having a salt-free, um, in a way, diet as clean as possible because if we're going to go into this flush and we're, we're cleansing the liver, I want it to be as clean as possible. Now, I've been doing this for a while and I prefer not to eat as much, to be more with juices and raw. It's not going to happen this time around, but it's okay. You know, I'm doing it so that he can feel it and I need to also be at a level that, you know, he can handle it. Yeah. It's interesting because this morning I was telling him about my friend who, over high school, wanted help in math and science. Uh, we were supposed to meet at the library, but we met at the steps of the library. She was late when I asked her, like, where should we start? Where is she having problems with? She would literally skip around me and do cartwheels and just be bored. She couldn't handle just 
being still and I was trying to get her to at least sit down with me so that we can discuss whatever subject we were learning, science or math at the time. We didn't get any work done because I just ended up going down to her level, meaning that I couldn't tell her, listen, you do this work with me and then we can hang out and chat and skip and do cartwheels. Instead, I was like, okay, well, it seems like you're not that interested in learning, so okay, I'm either going to walk away or we're just going to hang out. And I remember my mom saying something. It was a quote that I found on Facebook and I remember sharing sharing it saying that you know you got to go ahead and people people will catch up with you something like that like go at your own pace go at the pace that works for you and my mom answered back that facebook post but not everyone can go at your pace so you have to stop and wait for them and i think about that a lot i have tried my best many times to just stop and be at other people's paces, especially if they're coming along with me and I want them to come along with me. And it takes a lot of patience, yes. It takes a lot of patience. I think that's one of the biggest things that I learned from those kinds of experiences. But then I also feel that the release of once it's over, if and when it does get over, I'm happy to leave <laughs> and go on my pace. <laughs> does that seem mean? It's not that I even go faster. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other people out there in the world who go a lot faster than I do. But I'm definitely not telling people who are going faster, please stop and wait up for me and go down to my pace. Because I also don't think it's fair I'm, and I'm very much happier being in a pace that is completely my own. And so when I have to slow down and follow somebody else's pace, if it's a short journey, say if it's only seven days, I'm good for it. I'm totally good for it. I'm happy to do it. I'm just not someone who's going to go for years. I can't do that. It will eat me inside. I'm pretty sure it will. It will just stunt me to be following somebody else's pace and waiting for somebody else to catch up and me constantly having to slow down. This is a really good example. I'm, I'm sitting in my table right now and I've got one, two, three, four, five books in front of me. I've got like a notepad and a notebook. I've got a tablet, laptop. I've got three hard drives in front of me and I haven't touched any of them because I just don't have the energy because it's like I'm just coming into the pace of my partner right now and I want to be there for him and I want to listen to him and I want to make sure that he's fed so he doesn't feel like he's malnourished which he really isn't I don't want him to feel weak but that's just a narrative that I've already encouraged him to change the narrative he cannot be weak when he's been eating three times a day and having a liter of apple juice and almost like 500 milliliters of heavy middle smoothie every day I understand my patience and I get that and I get that everybody just goes in their own I don't know like you know sometimes I think about <laughs> sometimes I think about families who have kids who are who are disabled physically challenged or mentally challenged whatever you know I think about how it's a lifelong thing for them or for example even having a dog having a dog that is complicated so the issues that I was having with the dogs next door, right? Like, so the other day, the dogs had pooped all over that unit, okay? And this is a unit that I go to uh, 
for the family lunch or dinners. Of course, then the dogs had to be disciplined because like, what was, why, why did they poop all over the house? I have to say, I was very relieved <laughs> it made me smile. And over the six days that I've been here, I realized that that particular dog just barks at the slightest thing, the slightest thing. It just freaks out and barks. It barks at keys, for example, the sound of keys. It's annoying, but it's almost automatic. It's a her. She has absolutely no control of what she's barking at. She just runs and barks. That's her thing. She has no idea who she's barking at. So yesterday, I realized that she was just that kind of dog. I went in, I decided to ignore her. I went in into the house straight away to pick up some cinnamon because I needed some cinnamon because I was making a millet porridge with blueberries for breakfast. Tastes really good. Add some bananas, it's amazing. It's hot, nice hot breakfast. And she stopped barking. And that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just going to just ignore her because she, eventually she'll stop barking. She can do that thing of like her barking and showing teeth like she wants to be a big dog, but I know for a fact that she's just afraid. I know she just does that because it's automatic. My dog, Bobby, before she passed, because this was a long time ago, was a stray dog as well. And Bobby would do the same, would just bark. When anybody comes close, she just runs to the back of the house. So. I realized that this dog is exactly the same and I'm just going to ignore her now that I know and I'm pretty sure now that I know that like that she's just never gonna stop unless I ignore her I think she's also gonna calm down too I have a feeling anyway what was I getting at there's a whole thing I was getting at see I've just completely lost my my train of thought yep I've lost my train of thought so slowing down having to slow down to be patient with the process spending time like being very present with what i'm doing and and in this process it has been more important to me and then also resting in between because obviously a lot of the emotional release is heavy it's heavy for him but it's also heavy for me the receiver i think that's also something that people don't realize that yeah you know you can be there to slow down and be support for the person but that's a lot coming up and some people can totally handle it. Can I handle it? No, I cannot handle it. <laughs> I realized that I cannot handle it. I can only handle a moment of it and then I gotta go back and take a nap. I cannot stick around. think that everything is okay. It's too heavy for me to handle. As much as I appreciate all the stories and everything I'm learning energetically, that's a lot. I also need to create my boundaries and my distance and just rest. It is unfortunate that I don't get to read all these books in front of me or do the notes and I have so many damn ideas that are never going to come up. Maybe not now, maybe later. Maybe I need to spend another week here but just completely on my own and not focus on the outside world not focus on anyone and maybe that's exactly what i need to do and that's the feeling that i'm getting what i need to do is spend another week here where i am away and i'm not taking care of anyone because automatically when i'm taking care of someone yeah my attention just is them so that's where i am right now we're right at the end and this is the big day in about half an hour i'm gonna 20 minutes even i'm gonna go downstairs and start to cut up grapefruit that's always exciting and make it into a juice and we're gonna add a cup it's actually half a cup each 
of olive oil to the grapefruit juice, and then we're gonna just shake it and drink it. Ooh, that's not so exciting for me, but I'm looking forward to it. The side of my right rib, I was actually doing some research on it to find out if there's anything wrong, like should I be worried? I looked at symptoms of you know liver disease or anything to do with the liver and gallbladder. It just doesn't apply to me. I think, strongly believe actually, that it is muscular. I don't think it's my liver, I don't know. But I'm really hoping that this cleanse will help to change things. It really does. I think the cleanse really does change me all the time. So I, I know that this is something that I want to continue doing. But wow, it's incredible, the journey. <laughs> Every month is such a different journey. And to have it done, you know, in the middle of Lent, I at least do the best I can to listen to an audiobook or um, a podcast on the Bible. I've discovered the Bible in a Year by Father Mike um, Schmitz, so I think that's really good. I do try. I try my best to at least grab hold of something. Oh, I also forgot to mention, so quit Facebook, quit Instagram, yay! And uh, also quit the club. Exciting. Very exciting. I had a lot of freedom. I have definitely a lot more freedom now. I just feel like everything is decluttering slowly. And maybe this is the process. Maybe that's why, like, everything else that I wish I could be doing, I'm not doing yet. It's maybe I'm just doing baby steps and it's getting there. Anyway, right, signing out, getting ready to have my grapefruit in about 20 minutes. Um, I'll talk to you soon.